Hello, my brothers and sisters in Christ. How are you today? I want to wish you all a blessed, happy, good Friday. Now, if you know anything about the story of Jesus, you know that Good Friday is when we remember the crucifixion of Christ. So, not a word we use very often, but isn't crucifixion a form of execution? And yes, yes it is. So, whether or not you believe Jesus was God, what's so happy about an execution? That's really never a good thing. And even most people who don't believe that Jesus was God think he was a good man, so why would we celebrate that? Well, if he's not God, then it was just a sad occasion. However, Jesus is the Son of God. And if you don't believe that, I invite you to stay around for the sermon to hear more about it. But the reason Jesus' death is important is because his death took our place for the sins that we committed blatantly, unintentionally, everything. He took our place took God's holy, righteous punishment, and he took our place and saved us from our sins. What an amazing thing. Every time I think about it, it absolutely blows me away that God came down to save me, a wretched sinner, through no merit of my own. So today, we have the pleasure of listening to Pastor Tony Allard from Sioux City, Iowa, and he's going to give a sermon based on Matthew chapter 21, is called A Kind of King. Before we go to the sermon for today, I'd like to take one more opportunity to invite you out to church. If you're listening to this in the morning or the afternoon on Good Friday, I'd like you to come out and join us at 6.30 at St. Mark's Church at 2220 Ann Street in Bemidji, Minnesota. And if you've missed it already, I'd still like to invite you to come out to Easter and join us for those services. We have one at 7 a.m. if you like to get up early and at 10.30 if you like to sleep in a little bit. Don't sleep through our breakfast at 8.30 or 9 o'clock. Come when you're ready and come out and have some bacon and eggs with us and then stay for the service and for some fellowship. And now we join Pastor Allard. Read a section of Matthew 21. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethphage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and at once you will find a donkey tied there, with their colt by her. Untie them and bring them to me. So far the word. What exactly was going on when a rabbi, finally that's all he really was, when a rabbi, that's what the people saw, right? was given a welcoming parade, and the words rang out to this rabbi, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. I didn't see any other rabbis getting parades like that. Ticker tape parades, announcements on the news pages, on websites. It was today. So let's look at what is going on here. And we're going to focus on two parts of the scene. We're going to look at what kind of king this really is. Dead, 
Italians. I am very much boiling this down and distilling it down to its barest essence. Caesar's legions dead, or at the very least fleeing back to Italy on their ships. Oh, free food, too, since we're on this subject. Oh, and Jesus, one more thing. Keep delivering those sick burns to the leaders. You know, we like it, Jesus, when you make the, the leaders look really, really stupid. Can you see what I'm doing? This, this is what most Jews wanted from this Jesus, this rabbi. Deliverance from sin, though, is what actually Jesus brought to them instead. And what throne would this Palm King Sunday sit on? Golden crusted? No, it would be cross. What kind of crown would he wear? No jewels anywhere in sight. No, it would be a crown of thorns. And what blood would be spilled? Roman soldier blood, right? No. The king himself would shed his blood. No, it would happen this way because this king is unique. The people, at least the people, they got that much right that this is a king. And they said Jesus was a prophet too. They got that right as well. That's right, a prophet, not a soldier coming to kill. Not a warrior. Jesus will be the warrior on the last day, but that is not the kind of king that he wants to be. What kind of robes, what kind of king does the world want today? One that will flex, right? Show some power, Jesus. Show us some adornment, some bling. Give us some regalia. Not one that comes in humility? One that cares more about, let's get real here, Jesus, one that cares more about minimum wage. That's you really understanding us. One that will provide free food. Yeah. One that will provide and focus a lot more, a lot more now on health care. And one that will bring championships and trophies. What kind of king do you want? A king that will give you an easier life? I'm not going to speak for you. I, I want that. I even ask for it. Do you want a king that exists to give you daily bread without work? Because every socialist nowadays is coming out of the woodwork saying, Jesus was a socialist, but they forget verses where it says, if you're able, you should work. They always forget those verses. Do you want a king that will pay your taxes? Again, I won't speak for you. I would love that. A king that empowers the Hawkeyes to win. And I don't mean every time because that would be boring. No, Jesus, let's get really specific, granular. One that they all, almost always win because then it's interesting. A king that makes heaven here. Honor is what all of those things are about. When we get down to the bottom of it and boil it down to its barest essence, that's what those requests come down to. Don't lose sight of the characteristics of the king. And when we want to make this king to be a type of ourselves and to recast this king in our own image, yeah, I'm going to say it. It's the ugliest, most hideous words to the unbelieving world, but I'm going to say it anyway. God forgive us.
Let's instead. We're not the world. Let us instead today, on this Palm Sunday, let us celebrate by giving this king the reception that he deserves. And Jesus is happy to tell you, it's nothing about the palm branches. It's not even about the number of the people in the crowds. It's about the nature of what's going on in the heart of each individual person. Because we don't just learn a lesson about the king in this lesson. We learn a lesson about the people. Just look at the reaction of the crowd. How did they react? Well, we see disciples laying their cloaks on an animal, the donkey. Had to do it to fulfill the prophecy. Otherwise, Jesus was fake. But they laid their cloaks on there to make a makeshift saddle. So it's more comfortable for Jesus. That sounds really awesome. Good on them. And then you have people laying their cloaks in the road. When's the last time you've seen that done for anybody? I've never seen it. Except when people reenact this. Good on them. They made an aisle runner for Jesus. Other people cut branches, got creative, and put those on the road. And the red carpet treatment, that is what it is that Jesus got that day. And it got so, according to some, so out of hand that the Gospel of John tells us that the Pharisees were shouting, the whole world is going after him, as the crowd shouted at the top of their lungs. And those words that address Jesus, those are all specifically messianic. Did these people really know what they were saying as they dropped these profound, deep titles? Were there some people who were just following the crowd, just doing because everybody else was doing it? A big yes to those questions. And you might say, well, pastor, how do you know for sure? Because even Jesus' inner ring of disciples didn't get it. This is what the Gospel of John also records. Listen to this. At first, his disciples did not understand all this. Only after Jesus was glorified did they realize that these things had been written about him. Sorry, apostles, not to drag your dirty laundry out without you here, but it's the truth. But do not let that fact, don't let that fact steal away what is the appropriateness of the crowd and the words they spoke. Most of the hearts of those people celebrating, most of them, this is very safe to say, were, were dead wrong. But the word, the words they sang, those were right. So Jesus didn't stop them. Notice that. If he is true, and if he was just a man who spoke truth, he would have to reject it. He accepted the titles that they gave to him. He is the son of David, the Messiah, and it was the proper way to receive, when you think about it, this is the way to receive a God king. Now, in our life, many opportunities are going to present themselves to, to accept, to receive Jesus, to proclaim his praises as the king of kings, as the son of David. So let's not let our Sunday worship be a recitation only of words that we have simply gotten so used to saying that they are dead. That the words themselves become like corpses, just spilling out of our mouth. Forgive me for being like Martin Luther, but that was one of his ways of describing it. And he had a good way of describing it. Don't let them be corpses. Don't let the creed, for example, pass through your lips without your hearts and minds being engaged. Now, I understand the benefit of new words and new music constantly, 
But when you got new words in music constantly, what's the challenge that comes with it? Oh, I got to get the right notes. I don't even know what the right notes are. And the words are kind of lost. That's one of the reasons, one, that we do liturgies and repeat certain things. One of the reasons. So as we do that, don't let the creed pass through your lips without at some point engaging your mind, even if it's just a piece. Or the glory be to God on high. Don't let that song finish its echoes in this sanctuary without your heart also echoing the same message. Speaking, singing, true words of God without even caring what those words actually say. It happened. Let's repent of it. Think through those words, especially in your life when it comes to the God words that we are given to, given from God. And we can actually do that. You have an opportunity to do that. In just a couple of minutes, we're going to have a mini Palm Sunday parade. You might say, what are you talking about, Pastor? It's in the song right before a communion. What are you singing? It's the exact same words of the people. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna to, to the Lord in the highest. You're going to be singing that. Let your minds be engaged as you sing those words. And we could ask right now as a prayer in the middle of a sermon, God, rekindle in us a, an appreciation for the one who came to set us free from death, from sin. What is more horrible? God did it. And yes, may God keep reawakening our faith in this son of David who a king dying on a cross as God planned it just so we could live right next to him eternally. Look at that remarkable first Palm Sunday. And we might wish we could have been there as we look at it. We might wish we could have actually been there to see it. How breathtaking it would have been to see Jerusalem beyond packed. Not enough houses, not enough inns, no rooms in the inns for the Passover festival. People coming from all over the civilized world and maybe a few beyond the borders. And here Jesus comes to be able to see Christ enter to the accolades of the crowd as they spoke these titles of Jesus. If you think that's true, just wait. Wait until you see. Something that goes way beyond one tiny little village, one tiny little city. Wait until you see when your Savior comes in glory at the end time. You will have your chance to welcome him first hand and sing his praises. What a day that will be. Blessed is he who came in the name of the Lord. Blessed is he who will in the name of the Lord. Amen. We hope that today's meditation on God's Word has enriched you. Divine services are held right here in Bemidji, Minnesota at 8 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Sunday school and adult Bible study is also offered between our Sunday services at 9.15 a.m. Our church services are live-streamed at 8 a.m. on Sunday mornings and are available afterwards on our channel, St. Mark Lutheran Church Bemidji. If you're listening or watching this podcast, you are cordially invited to join us in person next week and every week. This is our fourth year producing this podcast, and there is a large archive of devotional material online available if you want to learn more about God and His Word. 
visit www.stmarkbemidji.org or look in the show notes in this podcast for a link to this and many other meditations on God. You can also search for St. Mark Bemidji on YouTube to find our channel. If you have any questions or you would like more information about our church and its ministry, please visit our website, which is once again, www.stmarkbemidji.org. All scripture readings are taken from the Holy Bible, New International Version, copyright 2011, and are used by permission from Zondervan. Meditation's daily devotional is published by Northwestern Publishing House and is also used by permission. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider subscribing and telling a friend. May God bless the rest of your day. Because I could not pay it Gave my full redemption price Do I need earth's treasures many? I have one worth more than any That brought me salvation free Lasting to eternity